And then I question, I'm like, mom, she texts me. I'm like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? She's like, I'm invested. I'm like, I understand that wholeheartedly. She's like, Sally's having twins. The one came out. We're waiting for the other one. I'm like, okay. I go on. There's like 4,000 people watching these sheep give birth. Hey, girlfriends. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Staying Inspired. I'm your host and hype woman, Amanda Yoa, and my jam is inspiring the ambitious, the bodacious, the next level women in the making. This is the hottest place for let's be real conversation, inspo humor, and juicy gems of wisdom for you to step up, step out, and make some next level moves in your life, relationships, and beyond. Now that you're here, grab some snacks, sit on back, and let's get into it. Hey, girlfriends. Welcome back to another episode of Staying Inspired. I'm your host and hype woman, Amanda Yoa, back with another. That's right. You read it correctly. You did not read it. You don't need to clean your glasses. We're bringing that big puss energy. I'm talking about it. How to level who you are with what you do. How to show out in who you are with what you do. Bring that big puss energy. I mean, quite honestly, why would I talk about bringing big dick energy? None of us got dicks. We're talking about the big puss energy, right? So before we dive into that, I do want to quickly mention, I know last week I talked about, you know, just how much I love Magic Mind when it comes to, um, you know, giving me that energy that I need that sometimes coffee doesn't provide. Another thing I want to bring to the table too with Magic Mind is the focus that it gives me. Now, I've watched enough TikToks to realize that your girl may have a little bit of ADHD, okay? Um, either that or I, I, I'm pretty sure I have it. So, um, you know, focusing is something that is really difficult for me, especially, you know, reading takes a lot of focus. Sometimes I I get distracted very easily, but I got to tell you, ever since I started drinking magic mind, I have focused for longer, longer periods of time where I can get more shit done and I feel amazing while I'm doing it. And another thing that I love about it too is because in the morning I got so many drinks, I don't even know what to do with them all. Sometimes it takes me more than one trip to even go from my, (laughs) to the uh, kitchen, to my office in the morning. It's a whole thing. But what I love the most about Magic Mind is it's a little tiny shot. I take it in two gulps. I don't have to worry about, oh shit, I forgot to drink the rest of it. Down the hatch it goes and I can get on and about my day with energy, clean energy, real energy feeling focused, feeling fresh, feeling like I'm ready and raring to go. If you guys want in on this, check out Magic Mind. The link's in the description. It's magicmind.com. Use the code Amanda. That's my name. Don't wear it out and get yourself one month free on a three-month subscription. Um, it's a prescription. It can be a prescription too because it's for your health, right? Hey, why not? Um, <laughs> if you can't do that, do me a fave ski, hop on over to their Instagram and just comment on a recent post and say, hey, a girlfriend from Staying Inspired just wanted to say hello, heard your product's amazing. But if you are ready, if you're looking for something that's going to give you good, clean energy where you're feeling focused, feeling energized, feeling fresh, Magic Mind is for you. Check it out. Again, use the code Amanda and get yourself one month free, girlfriend. If it's free, it's for me. That's what I always say. All right. Let me tell you something real quick before we get into big puss energy. Speaking of puss, my mom has been on a tangent 
Now, she hasn't really been a, a social media gal at all. She never really was into... Now, I'm talking... This goes back to like AOL days. Like she has... She never got an AOL, never got into Facebook, MySpace, none of that shit. I'll tell you what she is into though. Girlfriend loves her TikTok, especially sheeps giving birth. Yeah. I don't know how we got here. But now she's fucking up my For You page because she sits there and watches these sheep videos on live and sends them to me. And then I'm laying there with nothing to do. So I'm like, well, I might as well watch a sheep give birth. And then I question, I'm like, mom, she texts me. I'm like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? She's like, I'm invested. I'm like, I understand that wholeheartedly. She's like, Sally's having twins. The one came out. We're waiting for the other one. I'm like, okay. I go, well, there's like 4,000 people watching these sheep give birth. And the whole time you're, meh, meh. That's all you hear. Sheep, give, sheep bad and giving birth. And I'm sitting there at night because my mom's got me wrapped up in sheep talk. And I'm sitting there staring at sheep puss. And she's watching sheep puss. I mean, it, it's just, I, I don't know how we got here. But now my whole for you page is all messed up. And my, you know, my live, when I scroll and I get to a live, it's a big sheep puss with a hoof coming out. Like, it's a mess. I don't know how we got here. But they are the cutest little lambies that you ever did see. And then it reminded me of a little of something that I forgot from when I was a little girl. And crazy enough, this is why I think that our brain, our our Apple I if you have if you're an Apple iPhone user, it somehow reads our minds. Tell me how fucking weird this is. Or maybe it's because the whole sh I don't know. But tell me how weird this sounds, right? So my mom starts sending me the sheep live. So on, on TikTok, right? I'm like, oh my God, it's giving birds a little lamby, so cute. Blahzy blah. Now all of a sudden, I'm getting lamb chop TikToks in my for you page. So if anybody doesn't remember Lamb Chop, it was like a little handheld puppet. And oh, Jesus Christ, I forget the name of the woman, but she had red curly hair. She's passed away. Now her daughter does it. Her daughter has a TikTok and talks about her mom and she has the actual puppet. I think it's like the 1988 puppet because Lamb Chop's been around for like ever. I didn't even realize how old it was. I've been learning about it because now I'm, I'm stuck on Lamb Chop TikTok. Okay, so my mom's watching lamb puss or sheep puss and I'm watching lamb chop. So, you know, I, but I always loved that show as a little kid and I had my own little lamb chop puppet and I remember I got it because I was really sick the one day and my grandmom took me to the doctors and then she surprised me with it and I'll never forget that. It was the cutest thing, but I always loved that show. But isn't it funny that I was watching sheep giving birth and now all of a sudden lamb chop and her lamb chops the original Lamb Chop girl, her daughter is now on my For You page. Isn't that crazy? I don't know. They read our minds. They definitely do. But anyway, back to Big Puss. All right, we're, we're moving past Sheep Puss and we're stepping into Big Puss. Big Puss, Fat Cat Energy in all that you do. And I thought this was like a really re relevant conversation to bring up because, you know, it's now what? January 75th. It's the 75th day of January. I'm a Capricorn girl, but January needs to wrap it the fuck up. Quite frankly, I'm done. It's been rainy. It's been snowy. It's been cold. It's been hot. My kids are sick. My kids are not sick. It's muddy. It's rainy. It's cloudy. I haven't seen the sun in a dog's age. I'm popping vitamin D like it's my job. I'm over it. I'm ready to turn the page. Wrap it up. We've had enough. It's day 75 of January. 
But that being said, you know, January is a time where we're all raring to go, setting forward with our goals and the things we have to do. And I feel like a lot of times when we're stepping into something new and unknown, we we tend to not bring ourselves, right? We tend to get wrapped up in the, what are people going to think? And, oh, I'm not ready to step in fully. I'm just going to dip my toe. I'm talking like, let's just cut the shit and just bring that big foot, that big, <laughs> that big foot, that big puss, fat cat energy in all that we do, right? Like cut to the chain. Let's, let's get down to brass tacks here. Because I'm just going to tell you from my experience, you'll save yourself a lot of grief and a lot of time that you don't really need to take to learn that lesson. So if I can save you some time, it'll be a win in my book. But there was a time where I wasted my time thinking about, you know, okay, how can I be myself? And I really went about that the wrong way. You know, I started out wanting to make an impact through the coaching world on Instagram. So I got wrapped up into all that. And that could be, I I no longer associate myself with that group of people uh, for many reasons. That could be a topic for another day. But, you know, I always knew I was meant to make an impact. I was meant to use my experiences to help people. And I got wrapped up in this being worried about what other people were going to think, quite frankly. And it got really hard really quickly and not in a good way. I'm talking showing up became hard, okay? Get your minds out of the gutter. What were you thinking about in that moment? <laughs> I figured I had to throw a joke in there like that because we're talking about big plus. Um, But anywho, you know, showing up as me became hard because I felt I needed to be anything but myself in order to be successful. And I always, I often talk about this because it was one of the biggest lessons that I had to learn for myself. I had this phase where I went through this hat phase that's right. I went through this hat phase. And I thought that if I wore this hat, that I would be the symbol of success, that I would be a star in my niche of helping the world, making an impact, living out my passion and my purpose. And one of the things that I truly forgot in that whole equation was myself. (laughs) I quickly found out that showing up became extremely difficult because I was trying to be everything else but who I was. And how could I really do that and show up and show out in that when it wasn't me, right? So showing up became exhausting. It was like a chore. And I thought to myself, wait a minute, Amanda, like this was something we finally were on like a good foot here, living out our passion and our purpose, stepping in, doing next level things. Now, all of a sudden, it doesn't feel right. And showing up's hard. So what are we doing? Like, it was so hard for me to create content and think about what I was going to talk about because the doing was there, right? But the being wasn't there. The being mean, meaning me, I wasn't there. So, you know, I always have these like self-talks with myself. And I was in the middle of a breakdown of that because I was feeling really down on myself. And resentful and bitter and all the things. And I just said to myself, Amanda, why don't we just show up as ourselves and see what happens? And I thought, you know what? That sounds like a really, really good idea. Let's do that and see what happens. So, you know, I did that and showing up instantly became more fun. I didn't have to think of content because I already had the content. It was my lived human experiences, right? And and using them in a way that can help other people who may be in the season that I once was in. And I was just living out my, you know, just vibing out with who I was, being able to express myself creatively through my branding 
and you know all of my graphics, which I love doing. It's so much fun. I love being able to create and post things every day for everybody. But you know, so just be yourself. Be yourself. Don't hold back because you're afraid of what your your family's going to think or your friend group's going to think or that girl that you went to high school with that you know creeps on your page every once in a while. Who cares what anybody is going to think? Because here's what I say. If anybody is going to make you feel less than or make or try to dumb down what you're doing, it's because that's how they feel about themselves. And you have the balls, which is something that they don't have. Actually, we don't have balls. What I should say is you have the big puss, which is what they don't have (laughs) to do the thing. And they don't have that. And you're triggering them. So instead of them encouraging you, they're trying to pull you back down to their level. Don't allow them to do that. Send them along their way. Give them some encouragement through, you know, you living through the things that you were doing, setting the example and give them that space to either continue to be triggered or for them to turn that trigger into inspiration for themselves to keep moving forward and doing, you know, what it is that they want to do for themselves. But you can't pay them any mind. And you really do yourself a disservice when you expect you from other people, no matter who those people are. They could be the closest thing to, you know, closest person to you, which I know can really cut the deepest sometimes, right? When it's, you know, you want that, you 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 want that, you know, oh, that's amazing or yeah, go for it or or whatever it may be, that permission maybe from that person that means the most to you. But sometimes you can't expect you from other people. You can't expect somebody to put themselves in your situation, in your shoes, doing what, you know, you're setting out to do. The minute they envision that for themselves, it probably scares the shit out of them. And they're probably going to give you every reason in the book not to do the thing. Now, there are select few who will be able to look outside of themselves and say, yeah, hey, go for it. And those are your people. But I will say for the majority, and there will be times where you will find that no matter who that person is to you, they will give you every reason in the book not to do the thing. I'm here to tell you to do the thing. Be yourself. Don't care what those people say because it's just it's a them thing. It's not a you thing. And show up and show out as you. And realize along that road, you need to do what I love saying all the time. And I'm going to say it again. Make it messy and do it scared. When you are going to show up as yourself in this new thing that you were doing, the word perfect should not even come close into your vocabulary. The word perfect shouldn't even be in our vocabulary. I don't know who the fuck made that word perfect up. It was probably somebody who was miserable with their own lives. And just wanted to put like a restraint on themselves that it has to be perfect or I can't do it. It's just a way of holding yourself back. At least that's what I've discovered. If you wait for the perfect time, the perfect place, you have the perfect amount of money, you're in the perfect season of your life, everything's lined up perfectly, this, that, and this is perfect, that it's never going to happen. You're never going to do it. I'm here to talk about Make taking messy action and doing shit scared, knowing that perfection is bullshit. It truthfully is bullshit. Guess what, girlfriends? 
Yes, I'm interrupting this episode to tell you that I'm officially launching my merch line, Next Level Women, where every piece isn't just apparel, it's a whole anthem, not just a vibe, but a whole movement, a statement that roars louder than words, redefining what it truly means to stand out as a woman in today's world. Next Level Women is more than a brand. We're a revolution to empower, uplift, and redefine womanhood. Each piece is stamped with confidence and ambition, and fearless vibes. By wearing Next Level Women, you don't just flaunt a look, you amplify a message, a commitment to yourself to shattering glass ceilings and creating a next level world where every woman thrives. We got something for every woman as well as the mamas. That's right. We got a mommy and me legacy line where fierceness of womanhood meets the tenderness of motherhood. Check us out at www.nxtlvl WMN.com. And you know what? I'm giving out a free gift to the first five lucky ladies who shop our NLW line. All right, I'll let you get back to the episode. For me, showing your best self isn't being perfect. It's being real and raw and vulnerable and weird and all the things. You know, like what if you were to step in and and get it right the first time? You know, what especially and now I'm talking like to the moms, you know, let's, let's talk to the moms here for a second. What kind of legacy would you be leaving if you were to get it right on the first time? What kind of wisdom would you have to pass down? And this may not just be for the moms, it could be for anybody. But, you know, that, that's what comes into my mind first because I'm a mom. And I know that for me, I always, I often talk about this. It's not so much, you know, who people, what people said to me in life, it's who they are to me. You know, the life that they, I watch the life that they live, the things that they, the action they take, the things that they do, that's what I take in the most. So, you know, what kind of legacy are you leaving for your little ones, for other people to follow? If you were to get it right on the first time, you wouldn't have shit to say. For me, you know, those moments that we label failures or those moments that we, that we label things that didn't work, things not working out the way that we thought they would, or, you know, things just not going our way, a pivot, you know, a dead end. Those are all opportunities for growth because those are all lessons learned and they make you a wiser person. You have another tool to put in your tool belt. You have become wiser in the game. It's not a negative thing, but we often think it is and we get down on ourselves because we have this grand old scheme of needing to show up perfect. Well, I'm here to tell you, if you want to have that big puss fat cat energy, there's no such thing as being perfect. And knowing that, you know, you're going to be scared when you do these new things. Scarcity is great. It lets you know you're human. If you, if I'm going to tell you right now, don't get me started. (laughs) If you are going to tell me that you show up and you ain't scared, I'm going to say you're bullshitting because either that or you're not human. You're an alien. Okay. Quite frankly, now I'm scared. But As humans, that's our brain is wired to keep us safe biologically. And I have my doctorate. No, I don't have mine. But if I did, I would tell you that as humans, our brains are wired to keep us safe. It's what they do. It's what it does. So anytime we step into something new and unknown, we're going to give ourselves a million reasons not to do the thing. We're going to get scared. We're going to get anxious. All the things are going to come up. I will tell you, there was a time. And I, I still experience this at every level. 
I always have scarcity. But there was a time where I was driving somewhere and I was trying to talk myself out of doing the thing. And I just let it all come to the surface. I let my brain do its thing. I'm like, I see what's happening here. Like, it's good to be aware of when it's happening, to have that awareness that when you're going to step in and you're going to do this thing, right, you're bringing that big puss energy, which is you into what you're doing, you're going to be scared. Have that awareness. Because when you have that awareness, you already have a head start in the race (laughs) between you and your brain. And you can allow your brain to come up with all of its reasons not to do it. What are the, who am I? Who do I think, you know, Q imposter syndrome, Q being worried about what people are going to say, Q about how you look and all the things, right? And just let all those things flood in. And then you remind yourself when she's done, you bring that big puss back head energy and you tell yourself what you're here to do. You remind yourself that you are about to step in and do something that, yes, is new. It's scary. It's unknown. You're going to probably mess up, but you're going to learn so much. And the feeling that you are going to get when you finally step in and do the thing, I will tell you this from experience, that feeling will always 100% of the time trump the feeling of scarcity that was holding you back. The feeling that you get, I have to tell you, I don't know if I see sometimes I think of things and then I'm like, well, maybe not. But I was going to say for a quick second that it sometimes feels better than sex. The feeling of doing the thing for the first time that's in your wheelhouse, that's in your, you know, it's in the wheelhouse of your passion and your purpose, living out your dream, living out your vision. Damn, if that sometimes ain't good, better, feeling better than sex. (sighs) There, I said it. It's fine. It's okay. It's a close second. All right, but it feels amazing. And it I will tell you, it will always trump the feeling of scarcity, the feeling that are going to come up that try to hold you back from doing the thing. So be intentional. Realize that you're going to mess up. You're going to have failures. You're going to have things that don't end up the way that you thought they were, but everything happens for a reason and it was meant to be. And it's all going to bring you to where you need to be. So make it messy and do it scared. Right. And then, you know. It's always good to be intentional when you are stepping in and doing things that are new and unknown. Because now I mentioned before, you might not be supported the way that you want. You might need to be to learn some things. You might need to, to learn the tangible things of the doing so that you can get a handle on your being, right? It's hard for us to take all things in, the tactical things of the doing. You know, how do I need to do this? This is something I've never done before. Do I need to invest in myself? Yes, you most likely do. Do I need a mentor? Yes, you most likely do. I've never met a mentor in my entire life. I've never met a coach in my entire life who has said that they've never had a mentor or a coach. And if you are working with somebody like that, run very quickly. Run very quickly because they have not invested in themselves. And therefore, there's a cap. There's a ceiling to what they can offer you. I continuously look to expand and grow by working with other people who are ahead of the game, who have expanded along their journey, who can support me the way that I need to support, be supported. And I know that my dreams and my visions and my ideas are within a safe space to be heard. I'm doing myself the greatest service that I ever can in order to make the doing come to life and to take that slack off my shoulders so that I can step in with more ease and be myself in what it is that I'm doing. 
So find yourself a community, find yourself a mentor, find yourself a coach. I know you probably hear this all the time and it sounds like complete bullshit, but it really isn't. I made a post the other day talking about all the people that I worked with. One, because I think it's good to give credit when it's due, right? Like I can, I would sit here and be bullshitting you if I would say, yep, I made all this myself. This was all me. Nobody helped me along the road. All myself. That's complete bullshit. There's been so many people that have helped me along the way. So many people that have shared their experiences, you know, and you take those, those little nuggets and you add them into what you're doing in your own unique way. You join their community so you feel supported and heard so you can learn, become wiser so that the doing doesn't have to be as hard. So I created a post on Instagram and I tagged every single person that I worked with, whether it was, you know, strat- strategically, marketing, you know, uh, business coaching. Um, who else was it? All of my uh, spiritual co- coaches that I worked with, every single person I posted because they deserve that recognition because all of them and their experiences have created this version of me that I am today. I'm so grateful for that. So if you don't have that for yourself, find it, find it. And the road that you are going down will become that much more easier. I'm telling you, we are not meant to walk this journey alone, no matter what it is that we're doing. There's somebody out there for every single person. You just have to look. So bring it, bring it all. We're bringing that big puss fat cat energy in 2024. And if you've been holding back with bringing who you are into what you do, I'm here to tell you to bring it. Now's the time. What are you waiting for? It's not going to get easier. There's not a perfect time to bring her. You bring her in the nail and you learn along the way and you find the support you need along the way. And you realize that you are going to have doubters. You're going to have haters. You're going to have people that think you can't do it. You're going to have people that tell you you shouldn't do it. But you know better because you were intentional about your support and you know what you're here to do. So bring that big plus energy, baby. Let's go. Before we wrap up, I want to read a question. I am so excited about this question thing. I posted it on my Instagram. So I have a link. If you look in my bio on Instagram, there's a, my link tree. Click on that. And the first thing you'll see come up is ask us a question. So I thought of this after my episode with my husband because I thought I said to him, I'm like, we could probably do a part two. There's a whole slew of things we didn't even get into. We really didn't even get into parenting. I'm like, did we mention our freaking kids? I don't even think we did. So we're probably going to do a part two. So if there's anything that you were listening to that you have a question about, feel free to pop it in there. But it doesn't have to be related to just that episode. It can have anything to do with what's going on in your life. A question about, you know, me specifically, a question of anything that you would need help with. You know, so I posted that the other day and I was so excited to get a question from Christy. So this is Christy. Shout out, Christy. Hey, girl. Christy said, you have something special. My husband has never, my husband has never been supportive of what I want to do. How can I convince him that I am serious about making a change? Hmm. Well, Christy, I will say this. And I've mentioned this earlier, which is crazy that that kind of aligns with the topic today. But be intentional with, again, I don't know what it is that you're setting out to do, but I'm, I'm here for it. If you ever need support, feel free to pop in my DMs. We can dive a little deeper into this. But I will say no matter what it is that you're doing, realize sometimes that there will not be people that can support you along that journey. You know, 
And if, if your husband has never been supportive of what you want to do, um, you know, maybe there's a boundary there that needs to be drawn. And boundaries aren't really meant to keep people out. They're meant to keep people in. So have a conversation with him and say, you know, I don't really feel supportive, especially if you're supportive of the things that he does. That should be reciprocated, especially in a relationship or a marriage. You know, so if he hasn't really been supportive, have a conversation with him and show him that you were serious and really realize that, you know, to an extent, you really don't need his permission. Now, I know on a financial level, like a conversation needs to be had. Can we do this as a family? Can we financially swing it? You know, where can we cut corners? That's a conversation that can be had too. I am extremely lucky that my husband has always been supportive, but I would have to say if he was not supportive of me, it wouldn't make me not do the thing. I've always been the type of gal that if someone tells me that I can't, Call it a Philly thing. I don't know. But I just when it always brings me back to those moments playing stickball in the street and, you know, being up to bat and little Tommy saying, you ain't going to hit this. I never had a friend named Tommy, but I'm just using that for example. You know, them saying, you're not going to hit this ball. And I would think in my head, really? Watch me. So if you have someone in your life, whether, if it, you know, your husband specifically, if he's not being supportive of what you want to do, have a conversation with him and let him know how it upsets you that he's not supportive and tell him that that is something that you need for you. Explain to him that you've always been supportive of him and the things that he does. And you would appreciate if that was reciprocated because that's a way of you, you know, receiving his love. And it's a way of you of knowing that he loves you. So have that conversation, you know, and sometimes it's hard for people, like I said, to put themselves in your shoes and whatever it is that you're thinking of doing, it can bring up some scarcity, even for the men, even the biggest men, you know, big, tough, rough and tough men. He may hear your idea. It might scare him. So he might be trying to get you to not to do that because he's afraid it's not going to work out. He doesn't want you to be disappointed. So have a conversation. Write out a plan as your future self and approach him with all this. You know, whether it's a financial plan, uh, a five-year plan, write it all out. Get really specific and bring that to the table. <laughs> the, the image of Shark Tank just entered into my, my mind. I feel like you're walking through that tunnel and you're, you're approaching all the sharks. But bring that because that will convince him that you're serious about wanting to make this change in your life, whatever it is that you're wanting to do. You know, an idea is one thing. But when you sit down and you have it written out on paper, that's going to bring it up a level. So I think if you have that conversation with him, and you show him that you're serious and that you have put thought into it. I'm not saying that you haven't, but maybe take it up a notch if you haven't done this already. Write it out. Write a five-year long-term plan out of what you can benefit, not just you personally, but as a family, how he's going to benefit from you changing, how you're going to benefit as a couple, as a family. I don't know if you have kids, but if you do, as a family. You know, how is everyone going to benefit from this change? And, and, you know, ask him to reciprocate that energy that you've been giving to him. So good luck with that, Christy. And thank you for submitting that question. Again, if you guys have a question you want to submit, 
Click the link in my bio on Instagram and click the first little tabby tab that says, ask us a question. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired. And that's a wrap on today's episode, girlfriends. But wait, before you go, I got a few things for you to do real quick. Number one, drop us a review. Your feedback is gold and helps us grow and bring this show to more amazing listeners just like you. Number two, subscribe. If you haven't already, what are you waiting for? Subscribe to our podcast. This way you'll never miss out on another amazing episode. And number three, join our VIP email list. I mean, are you ready for some exclusive content, sneak peeks, and special goodies? Well, then sign up. Trust us. It's where the real party happens. Your support keeps this show roaring. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, together we create that next level self. Okay, I'll let you go now. Bye-bye.